Welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. Please go over to our YouTube channel, subscribe, like, comment. Helps out the show if you have any comments. Also, our Rumble station as well. Like, comment, subscribe. Again, helps out the show. And go over to our website, thejoecozoshow.com, where you can watch all our videos, all of our audio as well. We're streaming on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, you name it. But again, you can watch everything and listen to everything at thejoecozoshow.com and also buy our merchandise, which again, helps out the show. Today's show is sponsored by MyPillow.com. Go over to MyPillow.com. You have, I mean, there's over 600 products and their quality of their products is top notch. But you have to use promo code T. JCS up to 66% off of your total bill. I mean, you can't beat that. The products, again, are insane. Now, our next guest, Alan Jacoby. He is a reoccurring guest. He has the Great Divide podcast, but he has also something else that he wants to explain to us today. He is starting the Patriot Podcast Network. So if you have a new podcast and you want to get it on, say, Roku, this is the guy that you want to get in touch with. So, with that being said, let's start the show. All right, welcome back to the Joe Cozo Show. We have lots to talk about. I got something going. I got something cooking here. This is the big leagues. It's New York. I said I was in the worst neighborhood, man. I said I had a near-death experience. Crazy? Robert, if you've been through what I've been through in the past month, you'd be, you'd be crazy, too. Jacoby. What's up, Joe? The Great Divide Podcast. That's it. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Welcome back. I appreciate you having me. I got to say, a lot is happening in the world since the last time that I spoke to you. Clown world. Clown world. Clown world. Why do you say that? Where do you start? Where do you start? We have... Well, right now, is our president back from his daughter-in-law's parents funeral do, do we know while, while yeah yeah he's back because he's back. I, I saw this so as he's walking from the helicopter to the White House you know the lawn he does that little walk yeah you have all these reporters Mr. President Mr. President do you think it. there's gonna be a nuclear war <laughs> do you think that you know Ukraine you think this you think that and he just it's like he is just totally deaf to the world yep and he just walks and that's the end of it so Talking about what's going on here, let's talk a little bit about this whole Ukraine thing. What is your opinion of what you're seeing? Where are you in regards to, first of all, I mean, you can't believe anything that you see. Nope. Which Nothing. really, you know, I, I, when you have a war like this, what really has been exposed is the amount of disinformation and dishonesty from these media outlets. Yeah. All out wise. I trust... I think I trust gas station sushi more than I trust media and government now. <laughs> and you're talking across the board. <laughs> yeah, across, across the, board. the board. Like I, you know, I'm a conservative. Newsmax is a conservative outlet. I'm completely disgusted with Newsmax. Why? Uh, just I don't watch Newsmax. I watch so I watch Newsmax because I like uh, in the evening. I like Chris Salcedo. I like Greg Kelly. I like Grant Stinchfield. As far as their news, I don't know they. I just feel like they're 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 doing the same thing that mainstream media is. They're taking the knee to certain things. Um, the information just doesn't seem right. Because listen, I tell everybody on my show, 
You should be doing your own research, critical thinking, free thinking. You cannot be influenced by these paid news actors. Yeah, but you know what, though? You're right. But think about this, right? Mm -hmm. You have all this information at your fingertips that you don't need to go on Newsmax and watch it for two hours to get your right. information. You don't need to buy the New York Times newspaper no. and sit down with a cup of coffee and read the thing and get what you want. You could get thousands of sources of information. But even though you have all that information at your fingertips, you still, and this is I'm talking now for me, I still now come back to the table saying to myself, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it's I don't know what is right. I don't know who to believe. Like that, just for instance, did you see that that video and that information that the Ukraine sailors were telling right before to their death yes. to for the Russians to go fuck off. Yeah, fuck you, warship. And then they got blown away. They and got blown away. Now I'm hearing they're alive. And captured. And captured by, by Russian Navy. If that right there doesn't really explain to you what 2022 is all about and what's going on. And I blame the internet. The internet has ruined society. Yeah. It, you could say, yes, oh, that's not true. Think about, you know, now we have information at our fingertips. Now we have this, we have that. But the information that's at our fingertips is totally controlled. Yes. I, but they, all right, so we're going to come off topic for a minute and not talk about Ukraine. I'm going to talk about Canada for a minute, okay? So if you listened to all of the media outlets in Canada, you would think, that these people in Ottawa were throwing bicycles at horses, were uh, yelling and spitting and throwing rocks at police, are being belligerent, flying Nazi flags, pissing and shitting in the streets. But if you go on YouTube and watch the five or six live sh YouTube streamers who live in the area, some don't, they're all Canadians, that were live streaming. I watched over 100 hours of live YouTube streaming. You gotta get a life. I know. Go ahead. And none of that happened. I watched in real time when the Canadian Mounted Police trampled the woman on her little jazzy scooter. I didn't watch that recorded. I was watching it in my living room from a YouTube streamer. This kid, Zot, Z-O-T, he's like 24 years old. He went from 1,200 subscribers to like 79,000 subscribers. Literally in the middle of one of his streams, he goes crazy because YouTube had just monetized him. And in 20 minutes, he had like $2,000 in, 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 what do they call them? Smart chats, this chat, whatever. Because he had 20,000 people watching his stream every day. And he's giving, he's talking to the truckers. I, on my show, I had a, a group, uh, Free to Fly Canada. They are two. What are you getting at though? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? My now? point is that everything there we, we saw in real time, but none of that was reported by their media or our media. The real media The outlets. real media painted these Canadians as evil white supremacists. Literally saying honk honk means white supremacy and, and, and hail Hitler. Yeah, you were seeing that the prime minister and some of the, not prime minister, not Justin Trudeau, but one of his people in his parliament there that came out and said, can you believe that the honk honk is a heil Hitler type right. thing, which is so BS. But the point is, you're seeing it in real time, watching it live, and then you're looking at the media. It's like everything else. Look now, go, go back to Ukraine with that they're showing people who are doing simulations with cardboard and 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 wood AK-47s 
and then people are posting them like, well, there isn't really a war going on. It's all fake. Yeah, but here's the thing, too, is what you have to understand, which is something that you never thought you were going to see, say, 25 years ago. Right. And again, this is the internet and this is social media. All of a sudden, say 20 years ago, 25 years ago, if there was a war going on, we would hear from it at around 7 o'clock at night. Then you'd have to go on at 11, mm -hmm. and you could do a little research here and there, call up your friends, do whatever. But if they said that, you know, yeah, Ukrainian mothers are in a basement, and they're suffering, and they're scared for their life, that's what you would get. But now, you don't even get that. You actually get the Ukrainian mother on a video telling you, what is going on right. and then like you said when you do it in comparison to say something else right or other mainstream media like well what is the truth see the thing though for me is what is happening here what the internet has done to say just society in general but especially the media it's how can i get the most juiciest story before anybody else and what has happened is the truth is no more in existence. They don't care about that. You know, I was reading this, or I was listening to this um, guy, he, he wrote a book, and I believe it's about the New York Times, and how many bad stories that they come out with, and it's all <laughs> fake. And he makes a, he makes a great point. I, I, I forget the guy's name, but he makes a great point. He says, and, and I'll, I'll explain it to you, and, and, I'll, and I'll put it to you how he was suggesting it. So in the New York Times, let's say 20 years ago, 25 years ago, how would the New York Times make their money? Well, I mean, distribution, I would say. The, the amount of, of, of papers that they sold. Okay, so that could right? be, uh, that would be some of it. Part of it. Right. And the stories that they buy from other people. Well, not really. Well, they're buying. That would be an expense. I'm saying, how do they make their money? How does well, the New York Times make their money? What I mean, would be the number one thing? It's got to be distribution. And view, well, you're talking about years ago before internet? 20 years ago, yeah. 20 years ago. 25 years ago. Would have to be advertising. And, advertising. Yeah, advertising. And advertising. Because when you open up the New York Times, you would see a big, huge sure. thing, say, for Macy's Absolutely. or Bloomingdale's, classifieds, mm -hmm. right? That would be a huge thing, yeah. too. Now you fast forward. When's the last time you actually bought the New York Times, sat down, and read that newspaper? I've never bought the New York Times. Okay, so when's the last time you actually sat down and read a newspaper as opposed to say 25 years ago. Yeah, unless I saw one sitting somewhere where I was waiting and happened to pick it up. Exactly. I remember the last time. So how are they then being able to then support themselves? What are they doing now? How do On they make their money? Online advertising. Yeah, but not really online advertising because you can't really target. So if I write, a, you know, you know, a story, mm -hmm. You, where are you putting this at? You know, online advertising. It's not the same as is when you're scrolling, right? It would be subscribers. Sure. Yes. Right. Subscription. Because how many times have you gone on to say BBC or right. the Washington Post or Wall Street Journal and they say, "Yeah, you know, this is your last free right. article. You have to subscribe. Yes. Twelve ninety nine for the you know a month or five ninety nine a month, whatever it may be. Yep. Right. So you have the subscribers now. That's where it is. You have to have a subscriber base. Where in this world, where if you, if I said to you, Alan, listen, I got a great idea. We but the only thing is, is we got to get subscribers. Where in this world can we get the most subscribers? Where would that be? Online. Yeah, but where? What? What country? Well, I, I would say United States. I mean, really? Yeah, where? Do, I mean, as far as paid subscribers, I mean, I never looked at it that way. So I, I don't. I don't know. I guess. Uh, but okay, so who has the most? Well, to get the most subscribers, and you're looking at a country, mm -hmm. right? Why? What is, what's the next thing that you're looking for? Come on, you come on, you you got you, you're smarter than this. I'm not following you though. As far as what subscribers? Yeah, subscribers. Yeah. How how do you so? 
Am I going to want to get the most subscribers, say, in Iowa, or am I going to try to get the most subscribers in New York? You're talking about states or countries? I'm just talking about in general. Like, like, it, it, what would be it? Well, it depends on, on if you're local. You want local subscribers. But they're not. They're not. They're world. Worldwide. Where would you get the most subscribers? The United States? The United States has 330 million people. Oh, if you're doing it by population, wouldn't, I mean China. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't be I, population? I, I guess so. I, or, or a targeted audience. It depends on but, how you uh, look but at China it. China would have the I most, don't want right? People from China subscribing to my thing. That's yeah, just you yeah. Know but I, I get what you're saying. You're, you're looking at it. In, I get in what a, you're because you're looking at it in a conservative mm-hmm. way. Yep, exactly. But that's not the way you look at it in business. In well, business, I guess it depends on what you're again. With your business and the New York yeah. Times, right? New York Times. So yeah, so yeah. Obviously, you have you have China. I mean, I would say they're. They'd have the largest population. So the next question is: Is this if you're going to get into China, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Now, now we you're going to get into game. that market. Now what? Well, you got to you have to play the game with the now the CCP. Now yes. you're dealing with the China. Exactly. The so if you regime, look at that, and now Cena. you look at subscribers, mm-hmm. and they need to get subscribers, and they want to get into the Chinese market, whereas 1.4 billion people, right? Right. Now you got to play by their rules. Of course. So everything has to be edited and changed. Like and skewed. And skewed. You're not going yeah. to do what? You're not going to ridicule no. the CCP. You're not going to ridicule President Xi. You're not going to talk about what? But the, anything that has the to do. The genocide that's happening. <laughs> right. But here's the thing. So now this is something that you know I was thinking about when I was listening to this guy talk. The New York Times has no problem talking about slavery here in United States. Of course, it's so bad. And it happened 150 yeah. plus years ago, almost mm-hmm. 200 years ago, the slavery, right? If you're white, 1865 you're is the last time yeah. that slavery was here. Where did the 1619 Project come out of? Didn't it come out of the New York Times? The New York Times. Oh, now, man. here's the thing. Why are we still talking about slavery that doesn't exist here anymore? And that's all we're doing is pushing that propaganda through the 1619 Project. Mm-hmm. But why isn't the New York Times then talking about the slavery that's actually happening in 2022 over... In with the Uyghurs. Well, just like the reason why the NFL and NBA, because they're in that China market. Exactly. But that goes just to show you, whatever you're reading, you can't even trust anymore. It's so biased. It all comes down to the bottom dollar. But that's what's happening with our politicians. Right. They're all on the take. Absolutely. And that's why... So, when you... The internet, the downfall. Yes and no. I agree with everything you said. But also... The internet, like for me, is a tool. And I enjoy and and love that there are, we'll call them citizen journalists out there for not what they're talking about, but for what they're showing. I like the video. Uh, Take uh, Project Veritas, for instance, what they're doing out there with exposing people, whether it's media, politicians, whoever it might be. Imagine what we, we would be like without social media. You and I probably wouldn't be having this talk. We wouldn't, you wouldn't have a show, neither would I. And we wouldn't be able to get certain messages out and give that alternative standpoint on issues. Like I, I'm not looking to change anybody's mind, but if, if people want to listen to me talk about how I feel and maybe it helps them think outside the box, that's great. We would have none of that without the internet. The internet's a very dangerous place. Well, I have the qu- then let, let me ask you this question. In 1985, in comparison to 2022, do you think that the media is any different? Mm. I don't. I'm know. talking about in regards to, in regards to objectivity, and you know, 
trust. I think back in the day there were more objective journalists, but no one is ever truly objective when there's that money involved, when you're getting paid $6 million a year, or when 85, maybe you're getting paid $2 million a year, a million dollars a year, whatever it might be. But I think it's worse now and convoluted because now you have these unbelievable psycho globalists that are controlling everything with billions and billions of dollars, including our media outlets. And with, with they're influencing media, they're influencing elections, they're influencing everything. And it's, it's, it's a lot worse. I mean, you have to say it's a lot worse now than it would be in 85. I always say objective journalism is dead. There is no more objective journalism. It's always mm. opinions of the network being funneled through these news actors who are getting paid a lot of money. Well, this is what I'm saying. So is, is social media really helping out? Is social media really changed your life? I mean, think about it, if you didn't have social media, mm -hmm. would your life maybe be more productive without being online and getting notified and scrolling through Twitter all day long? Is that really gratifying to you? No, gratifying what social media is for me. So it'll, it's also helped my business. I've built a business with contacts through internet and social media, a very successful business. Without that, I don't. I mean, obviously there are, there would be other ways. We, but I, I don't know what those ways would be. I guess classifieds in the in in the newspaper, right? Yeah, right. That's what right. you would do, or That's, something of that nature. But what I'm talking about here now, mm -hmm. in regards to political news, mm -hmm. it's the worst. It is the worst. You can't trust anything. No. You don't know who's telling the truth. You don't know what type of information. But here's the thing, too. What you're talking about is, yeah, we wouldn't have met and we didn't have these independent journalists, but who knows what they're doing? You have to remember, if the New York Times, who already has a user base, who already has this clout going into a platform, say, with social media and trying to report the news, they don't really need to skew it if they didn't have to, if they didn't want to or no. be, right? Because they already have the following. Right. They're skewing it to get that. That. But think about the person that doesn't have the following, the right. independent, and now they're coming on. Don't you think that they're going to have to do something to just get ahead? They can't just... If they choose to do that. And they know. all are, though. Well, that's the problem. That is that is the problem. And that, that's where the big problem comes is if, if you can't be objective and you're going to go the way of the money and the influence and change your actual views, well, you're a sellout. What, where, where, so what's your take on Ukraine? So here's here's Russia, right? Here's Vladimir Putin. Mm -hmm. He starts to attack Ukraine. What's your whole philosophy on this right now? Where where are you at on this thing? So let's take Putin. I mean, you know, Putin pop is a bad guy. But is he as bad as our media and government say that he is? And again, we can go back to the media because let's look at this. What was it in 2015 or 2014? Rothschild called Putin a traitor to the New World Order. Oh, the New World Order, that's a conspiracy theory, really, because Trudeau said it, Bush said it. Uh, many other world leaders have talked about People the Great Davos. Reset. Yes, so, yeah, Putin's a bad guy. Ukraine was part of the Soviet Union. That's what he, we know he's old school. We know he wants to rebuild that. Ukraine is the hotbed and playground of corruption and money laundering for a lot of evil things. I mean, we know that. George Soros just came out and said, we have to we have to protect we have to protect and support Ukraine. Ukraine. That tells me a lot right there. That tells me a lot. All of the again, the globalists with their global economy. You know, let's let's look at let's look at four Americans who've had 
children work for gas companies in Ukraine. Was it Kerry, Pelosi, Biden? I'm missing one right on the tip of my tongue. There's another one. There's a fourth one. Did any? So I don't care about Ukraine. I care that human lives are, are being lost. That's horrible. Nobody wants that. But we have no interest. And now I'm seeing on, and it, it upsets me and aggravates me when conservatives are doing it too. But, oh, you know, we got to get all our sons and daughters and put them on planes and in tanks and go over there and fight for Ukraine. Why? Who says that? I never heard that. I'm seeing it all over social media. No, John. not I don't think that. They're not gonna. You know, <laughs> really? United States Americans get on a plane and go help Ukraine? That, you're not seeing that on social media. I'm not seeing that, and I think that is the most ridiculous thing in the so world. So do I, and I, and and I and I'm attacked on my social media pages when I say we don't have a fight in Ukraine. So my point, the whole thing about Ukraine is, give me what is how, how is that real estate, meaning Ukraine, strategically important. To the United States we of America. We have no interest there. And I'm, oh, there's a lot of natural resources there. It's not ours. Yeah, but here's the other thing, too, is you have to remember, you have a country that they're trying, everybody's defending now, Ukraine. Like, I woke up this morning and I get on my email, right? I get an email from GoFundMe. GoFundMe supports the people that are suffering in Ukraine. There's ways that you could support them through GoFundMe. And I'm right. thinking to myself, oh, because you say Ukraine is where we should be funneling our money. That's okay. But if right. I wanted to put my money to the truckers because of what I believe in, right. you steal that money, give it to the Canadian government, and then they can disperse it however they want. It's the most one of the most corrupt things I've saw. And I, w- I wake up to this and I'm like, how dare you? Tell me where I could put my money or where I should put my money. And then when I want to voluntarily put my money somewhere, you steal it. So that's how corrupt this yeah. world and, and go is. And go fund But that's how much, too, is I know what you're talking about with the world order. And I think people are starting to see that now more and more and more. The thing about Ukraine, too, to me, is it is so corrupt. Yes. But everyone is able to now just overlook it. But it's helping someone. Who is that helping? Joe Biden. It's helping him and the other the other globalists that are either handling him, or and they, and both Democrats and Republicans. I'm just don't think I'm sitting here just attacking Democrats for it because you have your neocon Republicans and Democrats, the warmongers. Uh, will a war, a, a, a American involvement in this war help Joe Biden's presidency? It could if it worked out right. I mean, what is it? What is it? You're talking about a war right now. What's going on right now could help him. In in a sense, if, if if he got involved and it worked out, somehow it worked itself out. He can never get involved with Russia or going against it. It'll never happen right now. They're, they know better not to do that. That's why they haven't really done anything except sit there right. and do sanctions. But Which, again, we're going to reverse Trump's sanctions. Make sure that you're talking to the— We're, we're going we're gonna to reverse, reverse Trump's sanctions and— then we're going to put more sanctions that don't matter because Ch- China's taking care of Russia with with we're we're sanctioning them financially. China with their banks is is right there. We got you back. We got you back. No problem at all. So it's 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 one of those things. Listen, I'm not a uh, a, a a military strategist, and I don't pretend to be. But we we cannot. We cannot get involved in this. All you had to do is actually just say, "Hey, listen, we're not going to put." Ukraine into NATO. We don't have any intentions of doing that. Right. See, that's the thing that's happening here. You know, it's the influence. You know, in 2000 and what was it? 2014, when Russia invaded uh, Crimea and they also would, t- you know, in, involved with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. What Russia didn't want to happen is they didn't want Ukraine to enter into the EU. 
Right. Because if they start entering and now their finances are the same, then the influence. And what Russia doesn't want is that type of democracy. Right capitalism being influenced near them because it goes into you into ukraine it's going to start leaking into russia so what did russia do they set an example back off don't think for a second you're leaving us and then you're going to have that kind of influence because it's going to start you know seeping into here right and remember we got vladimir putin been in he's the president for the past 20 years he knows what his power is it's the same thing happening with china yeah they don't want their influence to be circumvented no. at all in their way of doing things. So here, Joe Biden now is back, in my opinion, he's boxed himself into a corner or backed himself into a corner here because what's the end game? How, can, how far are you going to push Vladimir Putin when they have nuclear weapons? Which he's, you know, threatening to use. Well, now you have, what was it? Um, I just I just lost the the, the country with with a B. I was just talking about it this morning. Barisma is the gas company. The uh, uh, they oh you're talking about um they were just they were just um, talking about getting involved. I, they are they are getting involved. Uh, I can't even believe I I messed up. I Eric, it's the country right above but, Ukraine uh, and right next to Russia. It's um Barcilla. Uh, something like that. Look at I this. can't we're believe like I forget idiots. it too. Now I gotta go look. I'm like two idiots. Anyway, they told Russia, "Yeah, come set up your uh, your strategic uh, nukes up here," and they were they were talking about uh, getting. Ba- uh, Getting involved in the invasion with Russia. Yeah. Another thing that aggravates me, Joe, is is people I'm seeing a lot on Instagram, and, I, and I'm talking about these. We're talking about conservatives, okay? Some conservative influencers. They're putting up pictures of of President Zelensky in a in a flak jacket, saying, "This is what a real president does." Our president's hiding in Delaware somewhere. I don't care about any of that. Belarus. Belarus. There it yeah. is. I can't. <laughs> Belarus. So, I, I, I don't care what Zelensky's doing. He's been president, what, three years before that? He was a comedian on a, on a, on a show, right? He, he was a, a bad actor. This is a guy who, for three years, didn't launch any investigations into the corruption of the president before. Uh, didn't launch an investigation into why Biden, as vice president, influenced the firing of that prosecutor or they wouldn't get the billion dollars. Didn't investigate the uh, the Barisma issue with uh, Hunter Biden or or any of that corruption. And what was Joe? Do you think Zelensky, because of let's go back to the globalists, the establishment that hate Donald Trump, do you think Zelensky played a role in not telling the whole truth about the phone call between him and President Trump that got President Trump impeached? What was his role in it? Why didn't he make a big enough effort to say that this phone call was there was no harm in this phone call that Donald Trump was saying yeah you should investigate Joe Biden look what look what he's played in your corrupt playground since he's been in politics well he just sat back and let that happen Ukraine is a, is a corrupt government it has been it's not a new thing 99 to 2014 Zelensky wasn't president however that government gave $10 million to the Clinton Foundation. You know what? It's a criminal organization. Whatever happens, happens. We, we just, I, I don't I don't want to be, we have to stop being the world police. And for Americans to say that we should be there with troops fighting alongside Ukraine, to want to send sons and daughters there to die for what? 
To die for yeah, what? Yeah, but again, I don't really hear anybody saying that. To, to go, go, on my, go on my social media yeah, and you'll see it. I know, but I'm just saying, I, I, that's not something that you see on Fox or CNN. That oh, bit, a, no, 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 no. I know, but those are stupid no. people. You go on Twitter. But the, that's what I'm talking about, though. No? This is exactly what I'm talking about. What This is a different type of era that we are in that the misinformation is so out there and it's not even just people that you never heard of on Twitter. People that you're just trolls on Twitter or bots on Twitter. We're talking about people, we're talking about news organizations that are just putting things out there that you cannot believe at all anymore. So one of my things that I also think that this is benefiting besides Biden is because now it's a distraction, right? Oh, huge. Because now you could say what's happening, oh, the gas prices, right? It's Russia's fault. It's not inflation. It's not Joe Biden. It's not any of that. Who do you think is really calling the shots in the Biden administration? Barack Obama and Susan Rice. 100%. Yeah. Barack Obama is sitting in his house in Martha's Vineyard in his sweatsuit, and he's talking to Susan Rice, and Susan Rice is, is pulling a lot of strings. I also believe... So... Can you recall a time where Jen Psaki and Joe Biden have been photographed or videoed in the same room since the administration has started? I never looked at it, but I'm eager to see where you're going with this. Just it's interesting how they're never together. I truly believe that Jen Psaki has no access to Joe Biden. I truly believe that Jen Psaki has an, an, an intermediate person that she deals with through Joe Biden. I just it's just it's odd to me. Every other presidency, you see presidents with their press secretaries or even make appearances in the press room. Joe Biden doesn't make any appearances in the press room. You never see him when he travels. He's not traveling with anybody. Uh, come on. Do you want to know why? Why? He might shit himself. Because Joe Biden is... You have a president that actually has a serious case of dementia. It's yeah. not something that is some type of conspiracy theory or you know assumptions this is a man that is is deteriorating in front of everyone's eyes including vladimir putin absolutely president chi you know don't think for a second that after what happened in afghanistan that you have these countries that say wow look what's going on with the united states first of all the fact that we actually put a man who has dementia who wouldn't come out of his house during the pandemic who won't do anything and we put him into office really says a lot we put him into office. <laughs> well, the American people did put yeah, him into office. 81 Listen, million you can say you can say what all you want about there was election. Fr- I don't believe there was election fraud in regards to the votes. Mm-hmm. I think the Democrats did a great job in being able to do this mail-in ballots. I think Donald Trump was sleeping at the wheel and his attorneys and the Republican Party was sleeping at the wheel well, that's, while uh, all this was going on. And I think that's how it happened. But, so none of those so none of those suitcase videos were real. I'm not saying that they're not yeah. real, but we don't know exactly mm-hmm. what the ramifications were. Was it did, did it do anything in regards to that? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying Yeah, no we one will ever know. Never. It'll never come out. Eighty one million people? For what? Donald Trump? No, eighty one million people voting for Joe Biden. That's what who voted for, I think, Donald Trump. I think no, it was more than Biden. No, no, no. Eighty one million people voted for Joe Biden. Are you asking me if I think that's true? Well, that's what they say. That he, he says it. 81 million people voted for him. I got to tell you the truth. I think I wouldn't be surprised. I think Donald Trump has more people that hate him than love him. 
I wasn't. I think anyone could have beat Joe Biden. Forget about Donald Trump. I, I, I don't. I don't believe he got eighty-one million votes, especially now. I, I didn't think this way when, when, when the election. So when the election took place, I was no. Donald Trump no. ruined it for himself. Donald oh, Trump. Yes, he did. Yes. Donald Trump at the debate. You're never going to hear me defend Donald he Trump. He did it to himself because when Donald Trump and Joe Biden at that first mm-hmm. debate, listen, you, I am a huge Donald Trump supporter. So am I. And I've but loved I him before him. he went over. Yep. But the truth is the truth. On that first debate with Donald with Joe Biden, Donald Trump came across as a guy you don't want to have a beer with. Donald Trump came across as a guy that you couldn't even get in a car ride with for more than 20 minutes because he wouldn't shut the fuck up. Of course. And he was interrupting everything. He ruined it for himself. But you also have to remember something. The media played a huge role in it. Well, that's the thing. And the censorship. What happened with the Hunter Biden laptop when that came out with Miranda Devine in the New York Post? Yep. And how they censored that is a catastrophe. And And it's a black eye on American journalism. But it's gotten worse. Donald Trump had help making himself look the way he did from the media. Meaning, listen. He was a jerk, but it was exemplified right. by CNN, right. by I MSNBC. Mean, let's face it. He ran and said, fuck the establishment. And he got in because that's what people liked. They, they wanted that. They may want it again. I just can't, when I sit and think about it, wrap my head around how Joe Biden still managed to get all of these people to vote for him when you, you look at what Trump was doing through the campaign with his rallies, uh, you know, the optics, the optics, it just doesn't make sense for me. You, you got it. You, it you, you're not, not because you're not, sense. because you're missing the point. What, what's the point? I'm not missing the point. Yeah, you no are. Way. And I'll tell you why. People hate this man. I don't disagree hate. with that. So there is no option. It wasn't like, you know what? I haven't really seen a lot of Joe Biden. I really don't know too much about Joe Biden because he came out. Well, so what I'm going to lean over to, I'm going to lean over to the sec- second option because that guy, he's not that bad. Yeah, we don't have the you know the same party, but I kind of agree with what kind of things what he's saying. That was taking away from the moment that Donald Trump came down that escalator. And it has everything to do with the media ambush yes. from the CIA, the FBI, yes. whatever alphabet agency that you want to say when they wanted him out. They really thought, though, for a second that there was not a chance that he was going to get elected. They thought oh, it was absolutely. hook, line, and sinker with Hillary Clinton. Absolutely. So it was operation smear this guy till no end. Yeah. But why do you think, what is your opinion why the media hates Donald Trump so much because, from the beginning? Because he can't be controlled. Donald Trump goes against everything the establishment uh, government, the establishment media stands for. He always narrow has. it more for me though. You okay? Because that's a, that's a generalization. He, but he's he not, can't be controlled. Joe Biden can't really be controlled because you can't that's even predict. Not true. That's but you not can't true. predict what he's doing. That's just. Are oh, you talking about a gaffe? Joe Biden is controlled. If he, he is though. He is controlled, and but, he's been controlled since he's been in the Senate. But I'm talking about. The media doesn't control Joe Biden. People behind you, like what you said, yes. I agree with you, Suzanne Rice. But the and same whatever. people are controlling the establishment media that are controlling Joe Biden through different channels, through the same money or different money. It, it's all, it's all the establishment. The media is part of that establishment. Yeah, and they're part of. And in my opinion is, if you had, you know, to, to answer that question, that I'll answer it myself. It's all about China. 
A lot of it is about China. No, Absolutely. no, no. It's all about China. The, the, I think there's a lot more to it, but yes, yes, I, I can't. Mitch disagree McConnell. With you. Do you know what Mitch McConnell? Do you know about his wife? <laughs> yes, and, uh, and Mitch McConnell is another one. He's establishment rhino. His wife, she just and she had a. She was in the Trump administration. She resigned. Uh, but she has. They have a business. Yes, they have a business in China, a shipping business that makes over hundreds of millions of dollars a year. So here's Mitch McConnell. You think Mitch McConnell could come out and with his wife who owns that business there? Exactly. What happens if Mitch McConnell all of a sudden started trashing China? Oh, what would happen to that business? Business is gone. What would happen business. to his marriage? Who knows? Exactly. Who? But that's the thing. That right there is what I'm trying to say. That when Donald Trump came out and said America first, yeah, it was over. It was over because of the money that you're now going to be playing with in people's pockets right. by putting it back into here, right? Apple, how do they make a majority of their money? China. China. Yeah. You put their iPhones, they make it out there, they make it cost two, three dollars to make, I know. and you sell it here for eight hundred dollars. Think disgusting. about the markup. Disgusting. But if you had to make that plant here right. and do it, you now have to do what? You gotta pay the workers oh, seventeen dollars an hour. It's not worth it. Why? It's not it's worth, not it, worth it, it now. It, it goes into the bottom line. Right. The profit profit. But it's like that across the board. These Look politicians. At Elon Musk. Yes. Elon Musk. Oh, oh, Elon Musk is a hero. He turns satellites on so Ukraine can have internet. But he loves all that commie cash he's getting on Tesla in China, right? But that's the thing. Yeah, he's opening up a new plant in China and doing all of that. That's Elon the, Musk is not a hero. It's all about the conflict mm-hmm. and the, conf- the conflicts of interest, in my opinion, of with China. And China, here's the other thing. That's why you don't see any... Like, do you really think that we should have put our athletes and brought them over there to Beijing nope. when we know that they're committing genocide? It's amazing, right? Isn't it the most disgusting thing in the world? It's amazing. But then why do you think they did it? Well, they, they like that China money. It's all about money. And that's, again, the influence, just like media. When you have an, a subjective journalist that's getting paid $6 million a year, they're going to say whatever you shove down their throat to spit back out because you're paying them $6 million. And a lot of that influence is coming from, you know, the... The Soros types and the establishment types and the China types. Yes. I mean, China right now, how they're infiltrating. First of all, you know, the fact that we're talking about Vladimir Putin being this terrible, terrible person, this killer, this all of that, right? I mean, at least you you see what you get. If you you left him alone, he would have stayed alone. If you didn't try to ruffle his feathers when you knew... 10 years ago, he didn't want NATO's influence near right. him, but you had to do it anyway. Joe Biden couldn't come out and say, we're not going to do that. Joe Biden couldn't be a real man and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to fly over to Russia during this past three weeks. I'm going to sit down with Vladimir Putin man to man and see exactly how we can resolve this conflict. No, they don't do no. that. But we all know what's happening over in China, but nobody wants to say anything right. at all. Nothing. Did you, did you, um, there was a story that, you know, I read in, I believe it was with the, I read the laptop from hell from Miranda Devine. And in it, one of the things that she says is, you know, when Joe Biden went over there to China with in Air Force Two, he brings Hunter Biden. Yes. Do you know about the, the princelings in China? Uh, no, no. So one of the ways that you influence people in China, mm-hmm. you don't really go after, say, Alan. Mm-hmm. You go after Alan's. Sibling, um, uh, kids. Yes, with, with it's called yes. a princeling. So okay. you I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. So you're so that's what you, yeah, Intimidation. Biden Intimidation. knows. Yeah, Biden knows all about that. Of course. So that was one of the reasons why he brings now Hunter Biden with him on this trip to China. And as soon as he comes out of Air Force Two, there is the princeling. 
There yes. is Hunter Biden. There he is. So now Joe Biden does. So Obama sends Joe Biden there at that time because he didn't like what was going on, how China was starting to you know build these little islands in the sea area there, getting right. close to Taiwan. Go over there and put them in place. He, he puts Joe Biden on the task. And go get your son a good business deal while you're there. But that's what I'm saying. So why, <laughs> there's no reason to have Hunter Biden. As soon as they get off the plane, Hunter Biden goes off and starts doing these business yeah, deals and the walks banks. away there mm-hmm. and gets a ten, gets 10% into this conglomerate company and gets 10% also diamonds that he comes and he brings back. You're never going to get that diamond over, you know, if you do regular right. flying. Right. But because you're on Air Force Two, there's no, you know, NSA check or whatever. Uh, the it's amazing. Uh, yeah. TSA. TSA right? check, TSA. yeah. So as soon as he comes off that airplane yeah. and all of the people in China said, oh, there's the princeling yeah. and there's the influence and Biden knew it and he walks away from there but nobody says anything. You don't see nothing. You know, Joe Biden, he he's he's a senile old man but he, he's not stupid. He's very calculated in how he makes his family money. Okay, we know with Burisma in China. So this isn't like... Oh, I don't. I don't know that that's going on with my son. That's the reason it's going on. There's only one reason you brought your son there, you know, so you can get the ten percent to the big guy, you know, across the board. And it's um, it's just hypocritical everywhere. I was I was just even thinking and, and reading some things about you know they talk about this climate change all the time, and they're all worried about climate change. We're all going to die from the from the floods and the rising tides and oceans. Meanwhile, Obama buys a house in Martha's Vineyard, and Obama uh, uh, Biden buys a house right on the beach in uh, was it Delaware? Right, he's got the beach house. It's just it's clown world. It's it's and and we're being distracted by important things. We're being distracted by our neighbors to the north that were tyrannically attacked by their government. For peacefully protesting where being distracted by still to this day political prisoners sitting in a jail in Washington DC with no bail which by the way one of them just recently uh, committed suicide after uh, being sentenced I, uh, or was going to be sentenced on March 3rd and then they said I forget his name I just saw the article yesterday um, that oh we're going to add more charges to you when he's going for sentencing, then they're going to add more charges and he couldn't take it anymore. And he was in uh, one of these people that were charged with any violent crimes and he committed suicide because he couldn't take it anymore. And 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 they, but nobody will talk about that. Nobody. If there was a Black Lives wants, Matter member right. that committed suicide because of all the pressure that right. was being harnessed by, say, a government operation or They'd something. They'd be burning like that. buildings down. When so okay, you make so, a point. No, I will. Yeah, the point is that this. Ukraine thing, uh, certain China things. It, it's it's these are I believe a lot of them are distractions by design, uh, and 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 other other avenues because of things like January sixth. Um, now we have the trucker convoys in the United States that are getting ready to descend in and around Washington D.C. Um, the people in January sixth, right? Yeah. What would you consider them? In, in regards to their status in America? Morons. The people in January 6th? You mean the people that decided to go into the Capitol? And, and, Forget and about the people like that, that were... What, what you know, are you talking I'm just, about? Just oh. all of them. All, they were all Trump supporters there. The people there, that right? were there? Yeah. They were there. They, they were there peacefully protesting. But what would you say their status in America is, in class-wise? Are they poor people? 
No. What would you consider them? Uh, regular middle, middle class, cl- mi- middle to upper class uh, Americans. Yeah, I, I know, I know some millionaires say, that were there. Yeah, but you, you know, would say but probably a majority of them are middle yeah, class. Absolutely, people. working class, hardworking, regular Americans that love their country and freedom. What would 100%. you say the truckers are? Same thing. Same thing. Same exact. What thing. do you think the truckers are in, Cal- in Canada? Are same thing. Same thing. Same thing. What would you say the Black Lives Matter people are? Same thing. Middle class. A lot of them. Or would you say maybe because of their status and how they're doing things? Oh, you mean how they're treated. looked at? Yeah. I think, I think unfortunately, people might look at them as lower class, but they're, they're regular middle, they're regular, mid- middle but class they would, Americans. But, but the media would make them out to be victims. Oh, absolutely. Right? And minorities. Absolutely. Right? 100%. The media would, yes. So let's take this whole world order thing that we're talking about here, yeah. right? This new the reset. The global agenda. agenda. Where, who do they hate the most? If they were going to be able to do that, what would they need to wipe out? <laughs> the middle class. Middle class, especially white the, ones. Yes, the middle class. <laughs> because that is where you, that's where. Yeah. Wipe out the middle class. Wipe out the could, suburbs. If you could wipe out the middle class, you could stay elite. Yeah. And you could have then the people that are in poverty. Dependent and there's no the middle government. class. So they're dependent yeah. on the elite. Absolutely. And that's exactly in where? China, China. right? There's, there's elite. There's no middle class in no. China. There's no middle class in Russia. There's no middle class in a lot of places. Yes. It's either you're you're either up here or you're down here. And, and But think about no that though. Between. That's why the goal is control. That's why they were so supportive of Black Lives Matter. All oh, these are people that Of course. You know, we got to help them. We can control them. We ha- we we have to help them. How they are victims. How right. dare you? Well, that's peacefully protesting, but trucks that are sitting on the highway, just sitting there, right. is not peacefully pro. How do you make any sense of that? How do you make sense of that? You don't. When you see truckers sitting in their trucks and Canadian police smashing their windows out or prying their cabin doors open with crowbars and pulling them out like they're animals, like they did something really, really bad. But then in America, the police are standing on a street corner watching Black Lives protesters burn down stores and burn, uh, set police cars on fire in the street and be told you're not allowed to do anything. It's, it's, it's just, it's unbelievable. You can't put words to that, Joe. You can't. I mean, you talk about GoFundMe earlier, how they seize money or they're supposedly giving it back uh, to, to the donors and then you had uh, Give, Send, Go that stepped in, a Christian-based uh, crowdfunding company. So I did an episode talking about Canada and GoFundMe uh, when it was happening. And then as I'm doing my show, I look up GoFundMe and I I happen to stumble across it. Black Lives Matter Los Angeles. Still to this day, I bet you if you pull it up, it's still there. They had a million dollar goal. They have raised over $3 million. It's still an active campaign. And as I was watching it in real time, it refreshed. And some woman gave Black Lives Matter $500 right in front of me, right as I saw it. And this was right when GoFundMe said, oh, these these truckers are, are terrorists. So think about that. So Black Lives Matter, you could have, they're burning down cities, they're burning down buildings. $2 and GoFundMe yeah, doesn't do anything. They don't take their money. They, the government doesn't say, hey, listen, we're going to seize this because these are basically domestic terrorists. God forbid. $2 billion dollars in damage. You, know, you yeah. got $3 million sitting right yeah, there yeah. you could take. So, But what I'm saying is, but then yet these truckers... But that's what's happening here in this whole society. And one of the things is, you know, who's doing that? The kind of influence that's coming over here that people are starting to hate America or want to change America. I think China, 
with their influence and how they're infiltrating our universities and what they're doing and their propaganda and the fact that you have these conglomerates that love this China money. I mean, who controls CNN? Who owns CNN? AT&T. AT&T has two huge headquarters over in China. Right. One particularly in Beijing. So they know and and what are, so CNN and who are they? Eric, can you see who CNN is affiliated with? I think they are. They have a bunch of Universal Studios. Or, or no, it's AT and T owns either Universal Studios or they changed their name though because didn't they just get a new uh, a new? Didn't someone just buy CNN recently? But it was, I, I, I think so. But what I'm saying is is. The same companies, like say NBC, Universal they Studios. They all have roots in China. And Universal Studios, yes. right? They make all these movies. Mm-hmm. And then they have to edit them and, and, and make different yeah, endings. Yeah, but it's not about that though. Market. But if they make a movie that right. is now totally talking about genocide in China, you think Universal Studios is going to take up that movie? Absolutely not. No way. No way. But this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. It's all, everything is running through China. Everything. You know, everything. What then boggles my mind is that we, and, and Donald Trump, back to what I was saying, mm-hmm. Donald Trump was the first person that said, we're not doing this anymore. Right. We're going to put tariffs on China. Yes. We want everything to be made here. Yes. We're trying to bring incentives for all of these big conglomerate corporations to have headquarters here. Stop taking these these motor, these motor car factories and building in Mexico. Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? Yeah. That's why. I don't care what you say. You can say whatever you want, that he wasn't controlled. He's not this... It was they were affecting China money. It looks like AT and T. AT and T. And what do they own? Uh, AT and T owns the, what looks like Warner Media. Warner, Warner Media. Media. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Warner Media. Warner Media. Yes. Okay. So think about that. So if Warner Media, how much? And Warner Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. right? And they make what? I think they make all these. Is it Marvel? Is it Warner? Can you see what they, who they all, make up? They Eric? all they all buy and sell each other. What now. is Warner? Is it is it is it uh, Spider Man or is it, I think that's DC uh, DC D- Comics? But is Warner. It? But, but here's the thing: the movies that they make mm-hmm. make billions of dollars yeah. in China. So now, but they're also got DC films, DC, DC comics, films. right? So there you go. So if now they're making all this money there, yeah, and they also own CNN. What is CNN not going to do? Well. They- yeah, you're not, not going to be objective and tell you Absolutely. exactly what's going on. Even NBC Sports, right. the fact that they actually know that there's genocide being committed, but yet they go over there in Beijing, right? To and you know, and, and think about how much money they thought they were going to make because of all the Olympics and everybody's going to view <laughs> it. Eric, we about to say something? Oh, well, okay, how good. about how about all right? So t- uh, take the NBA. I hate basketball. I hate most sports. I do. I, waste of time. Whatever. So the NBA, they just had... Uh, you hate sports? Yeah, I'm not into it at all. Really? I used to be into hockey and just... Okay. All right. So go ahead. Well, so, you're, so, you're, so, you're, so, you're a sports guy? Not an NBA guy because of now with China. What's your sport? I love watching football and... Yeah, football. I'm a football guy. I love football. I love college football. I love the NFL. I used to love hockey. Can't watch that too much anymore. Just whatever I fell out of that. The NBA, I can't do because it, it got so political with Black Lives Matter. Well, that is done. So, so uh, let's go. Let's go to the NBA. For but a the NFL is also Black Lives Matter. So yes. you know, it's, but uh, the the NBA, they just had the guy. What was it? The Golden State Warriors, I believe. The guy's a, 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 a they say a small time investor. I love how they covered this up. The guy owns. A ten, yeah, I saw that. I know he's taking the company. So he says, well. The mass genocide of the Muslim Uyghurs in China is below his line. Basically, he yes. doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Okay. Radio silence. ESPN, one of the most woke channels out there. 
radio silent. Why is ESPN silent? Oh, because of China. So, but, but wait, but so, so let's just stop there for a second. Who owns ESPN? I don't know who owns them, but they were all China oh, oh, roots. No, no, no. Who owns yeah. them? CNN? No. MSNBC? No. Who? ABC. ABC. Who owns these well, fucking but, but, letters? Yeah, but wait, wait. <laughs> who owns ABC? When you ask me who owns everybody, but communist this is, fucking China. No, owns but this them. is That's what it. you. But this is this is what I'm talking about here. This is the rabbit trail. Yeah. Who owns the, ABC? Disney. Well, then that's all you have to say. And, Disney and is, Disney, yes. who is their big second biggest market? China. China. Here's the thing. You, yeah, you could put all that all that shit together. I've already put it together in my head. I don't care who owns who. They're all fucking commie loving networks. That's it. And they they love that China money. That's all I need to know. So this guy, Golden State Warriors, he says that radio silence. But what was his name? Don Sterling, I think, in 2014. Houston Rockets. Okay, turns around and tells his biracial girlfriend who's way younger than him that she he doesn't want her going around saying that she used to bang black guys and she recorded him and then all of a sudden the NBA made him so you're banned from the league and you have to sell your shit. Oh that was the, the Clippers. Company. That was the Clippers. The Clippers, that's right, Clippers, Don Sterling. But we don't care about the Muslim Uyghurs now in twenty twenty two. Nothing because of all of that China money. Because again, well, it's money saw, over morality. Well, you saw what happened. I think it was the guy, the Houston Rockets GM and he came out and he said, "We, I come out and support Hong Kong because of right. what was going on in, over in Hong Kong. And right. Hong Kong was basically independent. They had to deal with Britain. And China was really upset because they consider Hong Kong a part of their republic. Yeah. So he comes out and during those protests when Hong Kong still wanted to be a sovereign type area. Mm-hmm. And he came out in support of Hong Kong. Can you look that up? Houston Rockets owner, Hong Kong. That's all you have to do and yeah. see what the guy's name is. But hold on, let yeah. me just get my point. Yeah. So he comes out and he says that. And then what does China do? China stops playing the NBA games in China to the point that LeBron James comes out and says, you better shut your mouth because you're affecting our pocket. It's amazing, right? But yet, queen, the queen. But yet we have to hear LeBron James talk about how blacks in America are being oppressed right. and yeah, who, Tillman Fertitta? No. It's a Houston Rockets general manager and just oh there. Yeah. Houston Rockets general manager and um just do uh, oh, D- Daryl uh, there it is. Rockets Dar- general manager Daryl Morey. Yeah, Daryl Morey. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So what does he do? He comes out, LeBron James, comes out opposing it. But yet, where's LeBron James talking about the people in the, uh, the Uyghurs? They don't mm-hmm. care. They don't care. They don't care because it's, you know what? It's Slave all, labor. They get to make my shoes. They get to make this. It's all hypocrisy. It's all, everything is hypocrisy. I know. Everything. What do you think? So let's now, let's go back to what's happening today. What do you see the end result of this Ukraine conflict? I don't know yet. I'm, I, I don't know yet. I don't have an opinion yet because because you're getting you're getting four hundred different no, sides uh, of four hundred different sides of the story that you can't even I, get I, to the point that well, you know what's happening. Yeah, really? I, I do that on purpose. Like you know, I, I sit there and I'll watch a little CNN and then I'll watch a little Fox and Newsmax and MSNBC and I torture myself till my ears bleed. And then I just go online and I just start looking around. What's what's people do? I like you know, I do like Breitbart. I do like their reporting. I do um, you know the Daily Wire. Oh, they're all conservative. Oh, all right. So 
Oh, okay, so they're wrong, I guess, in the Democrats' eyes, but I don't know. Now, now let's just take Putin for a second. We don't, we don't know how this guy thinks. He says one thing, he does another. He's, he's, he's threatening nuclear attacks if, 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 if the West uh, has any uh, starts to, to get involved. Oh, and let's not also not forget, Putin did call just about every Western leader at one point uh, globalist satanic pedophiles, which, you know, I can't really disagree with him. Um, my thing with, with, with Putin is he wants nothing to do with this new world order on Russian soil. And that is a big reason, I think, why our media and our government paint such a horrible picture of him. Once again, I'm not turning around saying Putin's a great guy. He's the richest man in the world. He exploits his people. He's one of the elite. He is the elite. His oligarchs. His, and then you have, you know, the the uh, the the, the, the uh, poor. Anyway, is he going to stop at Ukraine? Is he going to stop? They're supposedly going to have talks. I don't know how that's going to go. A, a peace talk. He wants the. He wants to put the band back together. He wants the Soviet Union. So I think that would include. Uh, I think uh, I, I believe. Um, Moldova, which is kind of Romania, is like, oh, that that's ours, and then we're gonna fight. Or is he is he gonna eye up Kazakhstan, which had a big issue recently and is full of natural resources? I believe Kazakhstan was part, I think, of the original Soviet Union. Is he gonna stop? And if he doesn't stop, is then NATO? There are other countries in Europe now that want to join NATO. I think NATO is a scam because nobody wants to pay for it; they want us to pay for it, which Donald Trump exploited exactly, and that's another problem. And then I was I was listening to somebody talk about Germany. All of a sudden, uh, I don't know if they want to get involved, but their their military is like in a shambles. I don't know, Joe. It's it's going to be. I guess it depends on who you talk to, what you're watching. I'm like asking you, you. Here we are. You're on the show here. There's a reason why you know people want to listen to your show, right? What is your What is your opinion? Do you think? I think Joe. I think Joe Biden's going to make a bad decision. I'm a, I'm okay, a, but I'm what does that mean? You keep thinking that you could hear it. I think. Uh, what do you mean? I, I just. Do you think? I, I, I mean, I, what, what's the end game here? Do you think that 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 the, the end game is that this, Vladimir this, Putin's going to take over and just control Ukraine? I, it's. I. I think it's a good possibility. Who's going to stop him? We shouldn't. And, and again. I don't really care if he does it's that. It's not about that, though. It's not who's going to stop I think, him. I think he's but going I, to. I don't think that's the question. I think he's going to take over and he's going to control Ukraine. Yeah, but the but what you said is who's going to stop him. I don't think that's the question. I think the question is how are you going to stop him? Like, I think what are you going to do? The only way you're going to stop Russia I in, in, in a, what you want to call it, a diplomatic way, is economically. And but he's playing whether, the long game. Yes, he, he is. He's has very known, smart. He said for 10 years, you think for one second, this man who is very smart, mm -hmm. you think he just woke up one day and didn't know that the United States could put these type of sanctions, say on SWIFT or on the Russian bank or whatever it may be. You don't think all of this was already pre-calculated? He's been talking about mm -hmm. invading Ukraine for 10 years. Yes, he has. Okay. The fact that we sat back here and are doing absolutely nothing, and I'm not saying that we should go in there and physically do anything because you right. can't do that now with the superpower. This isn't Iraq. It's right. not Iran. Nope. It's not Afghanistan where we just send in three drones. Right. 
you know, couple of uh, bombs on the on a couple of airports, and they'll call it a day. They'll buckle. We'll send some troops in there, and then everybody goes about their lives, and no big deal. And all of the defense contractors, they're making their money. Right. Lockheed Martin, Raytheon, whatever it is, everybody's. And then you they're know, donating grum- to the Democrats. Midterms are coming. Yeah. So, but this is different. And Republicans. This is now someone. Right. Now you could sit there and say, yeah, well. Yeah, you're talking nuclear war, but they don't have, they haven't replenished their nuclear arsenal. First of all, they have a huge nuclear arsenal. I think they have the largest. Yeah, so you could say whatever you want about maybe it's not up to date, but what is up to date also is, is their malware. They're able to hack and what they're doing, this cyber cyber warfare. Theirs is, in my opinion, from what I've read, is just as capable as the United States' type of- Yes. Of cyber warfare. And there are no treaties, apparently. There's there's nothing on the books about how you fight cyber warfare. You know, they, they, they've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks. Oh, is, is that what it's going to be now? It's going to be, you know, computer viruses and, 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 and malware attacks back and forth? Is well, that- that's, the comp- that's, that's 2022 now. Yeah. But if Russia has those type of capabilities, mm-hmm. well, then you got to be careful on exactly what happens. Because if he has the capabilities to say to shut down our power grid for a certain amount of time, right. well, think about the collapse of our economy. Our economy is on the brink of disaster for our own doing. Yeah. Right, because and the reason why we're able to get away with it is because the U.S. dollar is the central bank. Right, right. If all of a sudden, say China starts taking over, right, well then our debt is due, and then what do we do? We can't pay back this no. debt. And what's the most ridiculous thing is, is you got these Democrats that are allowing Biden to actually think we'll take out another eight trillion more. How about I love, I love, I love even even the New York governor. She just signed an executive order. Hochul. about yeah, yeah. What a vile, vile, vile lady. Anyway, oh, no businesses can do can do uh, business with Russian entities, and and everybody's out in the streets pouring out the Russian vodka and this and the storm drains like like that's going to do something. But we're going to buy five hundred thousand barrels of gas of gas from Russia a day, and then Jen Psaki's going to turn around and say, "Oh well, we want to work on other energy green energy plans to to compete with that and and, and fight and fight that." Instead of turning the, what she the, said the, on oh, uh, George so, yes. Um, on um, yes on on ABC News right. this uh, Sunday, she comes out and she basically says, "Well, this is just another reason why we should go back and to build back better mm. because instead of being reliant on these natural resources of gas, say from other countries, we could be self sufficient here." My right. question is, who? How is if we're gonna if, if everyone is say has a Tesla, right? And you everybody has to go to the charging station. How is that energy being produced? Well, how are you producing that energy? You need fossil fuels. That's what I'm talking I mean, you about. You need it, fossil fuels. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous that all of a sudden it's not like this this um, Blink charging station. Right. Blink owns it. Is being is is getting their their energy through solar panels. Right. That's not happening. And didn't right before all of this Ukraine nonsense started, um, China had just come out and said that they were going full steam ahead. With fossil fuels and coal. Oh yeah, they're amping it up. Amping it up. Yes. To they yeah, know max. what is happening here. Right. And okay. And what they're also doing is just dividing this country. Because in my opinion, the United States is not a racist country. I go down mm. south. My daughter goes to Alabama. We go down there, and there's a lot of black people. There's a lot of Hispanics, whatever. And everyone loves each other. Mm-hmm. When I see people out on the street here, I don't get into any confrontations because I'm white. I walk into a store, no. and there's a black guy there or a black you know girl there. And all of a sudden, right. you would think because of what 
the media tells you that everybody hates each other. But again, that's what is happening here. It is this country is divided because of the media. This this country is bought and paid for because of the media is being bought and paid for through China. It's all China. Yeah. Think about the fentanyl that's coming through this country through the southern border. Do you know where that fentanyl is coming from? China. China. Yeah. But yet, our war is Vladimir Putin is the worst. He's the devil. Joe Biden just said he's considering redeploying United States Border Patrol agents to the border of Poland. 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 Not Mex- Not Texas. United States not Arizona. Border Patrol yeah. agents. Right. They, yeah. To, right. He's going to restation them there. This is how fucked we are. But again, this is what I'm asking you, and you, you're not giving me the answer. What's the end game? So he takes over Ukraine, and then what? Is he going to stop? You really think? I, see, in my opinion, I don't know. in my opinion, this is a slap in the face to Ukraine, saying, "Get back in line. Stop trying to join NATO. Stop trying to join the EU. You're not going to do that because we're not going to allow it." Right. See, my question to you is here. What would you all of a sudden do if you you woke up and you start going online, you're reading Breitbart, and Mm -hmm. Breitbart comes out in an article and it says, China just uh, entered into an agreement with Venezuela and they're going to allow to join their little pack and they're going to allow them to put some type of military bases in Venezuela. And then all of a sudden you read and now... They have an agreement with, say, Mexico, right. and they have an agreement with Canada that they're going to join their forces with China, and they're going to allow to do military operations in Venezuela or military operations in Cuba, you know, Cuban missing, missile crisis kind right. of thing. Right. What would you all of a sudden do and say? What would well, the United States say about what's going on with China? Well, uh, you know, all right, so th- this is interesting because what can the United States say? L- l- look where we have all, all of our bases all over the world. Well, this is what I mean. Yeah. So it's Russia a, it's all of a sudden those... is starting to say, you're starting to do things that are making us uncomfortable right at my border. Yeah. I don't want NATO alliances at my border. Because I can't NATO with them. alliances and their ideologies mm-hmm. don't, they, they, they conflict yeah. with the ideologies of Russia. Right. So that's why we want them out of there. So how bad is Vladimir Putin for saying enough is enough? I'm tired. To be honest with you, wouldn't that be kind of what you want Joe Biden to be with Mexico right now? Sure. Hey, what are you doing down there? Sure. You keep putting all of these cartels <laughs> and you're they're running your whole country and they're sending up, they're doing a sex cartel. Yeah. They're bringing all these people. You're allowing them to come up and then with the fentanyl and the guns and the gangs, you know, wouldn't it be nice if all of a sudden Joe Biden came out and said, hey, listen, you do it again. We're going to start putting our troops into Mexico to make sure that it doesn't happen. It, it, yeah. I. That's. Imagine if he would have just kept the border the way it was. But what, yeah, but what I mean is would we we look at Joe Biden as being some type of dictator that says to Mexico, I don't want what you're doing at our border. It doesn't it doesn't it doesn't coincide I, with the interests of the American public. Well, I agree with our our border. I I wouldn't want any of our our resources to go into Mexico. No, is that what you're asking? No, no. What I'm saying though is you know, don't you think that the United States should be like, hey, listen, Mexico, enough is enough. We're yes. done. 
Yes. We're going to take over. Uh, uh, we're going to have, we're, we're, we're looking at what you're doing as an invasion of America. Yes. You're bringing in sex traffickers. Mm -hmm. You're bringing in illegal immigrants that are coming in here. You're bringing in fentanyl that we have an opioid pandemic that is killing our children. Right. And if you keep doing it, we're going to invade Mexico and we're going to, that's the end of it. Would that be something? In your opinion, that would be bad, and you would look at Joe Biden as an evil person. Not at all. Right? No. Isn't that exactly, though, what That's Vladimir why, Putin is yeah. saying to people in Ukraine? I, well, I, so... You're going to join I, this thing. I, right. And you're going to have all of these people that we go up against, that our philosophies and our way of life... If they don't align. World order reset. We don't want it. We don't want it in near our country right. so what's wrong with that i don't i don't have a problem it sounds so evil to say because people are like oh you're 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 a supporter of russia you're a commie i don't have a problem with with putin's doing with ukraine I, I just i don't because i don't care i don't care i i wish i i feel horrible that 350 people they reported were dead and however many children it's horrible we got our own problems yeah, think are, about how many people are dead just by taking fentanyl today. Right. Between the ages of 18 and 45, we've lost more people in that age bracket than we did in COVID in three years. So, how many, can you just look up, Eric, real quick, how many fentanyl deaths I believe that, yeah. in 2021? And, and 2020. I did a show on it. I don't remember. Uh, it was like 100. I think the numbers broke 100,000, either 2020 or 2021. Between the ages of 18 and 45, just that age bracket. And then you compare it to that age bracket in COVID. Oh, which, by the way, maybe we could thank Putin because I think COVID's over. Yeah, all of a sudden you're not going to talk about it. Until COVID's then, over. until that's over, and then what'll happen is there'll be a new variant. A new variant. Of course. Well, there'll you know be a new variant. They'll say, they'll say well, well, a bio lab in Ukraine that might have been American funded, it got blown well, up. Did you see what the New York Times reported two days ago? No. I, don't, you, I, I literally look at nothing about the New York Times. Well, you know what I do? Well, what, what you, so, you, so you scroll, you watch MSNBC, you try to get everybody's view I on try, it. Yeah. If you're going to do a show, a podcast, yeah. you have mm -hmm. to figure out what your people that you align Absolutely. with and people that you don't with, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You're doing your due diligence. That's why I look at the New York Times. Because I'm doing my, you know, I, I'm interested in seeing what they're reporting. They just come out with the other day is there's a new study and of course they're gonna promote it, it's gonna be on their front page, is that COVID-19 origins actually started in the wet market. Again? Of course. We're back to that. Yeah, but okay. but again, but why would they do, now after what I told you about subscribers, <sighs> right? Mm -hmm. And how they make their money now through subscribers yeah. and wanting to get into the biggest market of the world, which is China because they have 1.4 billion people, yeah. Now you start to see what I'm talking about. Well, of course. I mean, it, it's obvious. It's always obvious with the media. It's, but, it's, if, but if it's just them in New York Times who, who has money, right, who is this big conglomerate, think about the other people that are trying to get into the Chinese market that don't have that type of clout. Yes. Right? And then what you're going to see, or what should I say, what is omitted, what you're not going to see, right. the truth about what's happening with China, the influence of China is exactly why they hate Donald Trump because he can't be bought and paid for. Absolutely, America first. Like yeah. now, look at all of these candidates that are running on this on the America first. Well, they're running agenda. it through. They're really doing it through the MAGA outlet, right? right? That's what they're doing. But the thing is, is if somebody said to you, 
All right, listen, we have two candidates here. You have it, Eric? A lot of it is sort of like just lumped in as opioid, and okay. I can't find like a specific uh, number for fentanyl. Okay, so whatever, so, 96,000 deaths of opioids yeah, it's, yeah. It was, in it was, general. Yeah, it was, and what year is that? That's 21. 21. I believe. Okay, 21. Right. And then in 2020, I believe it broke, and it was specific to fentanyl. I was getting it from the... Um, yeah, you can the, take those off. I was getting it uh, where was I getting it from? I think maybe the uh, one of the government websites actually, and uh, it was over a hundred thousand, I believe, in twenty twenty. Yeah, it was it was just eighteen to forty five, and they were even talking about how, I believe, in Connecticut, they had an unbelievable amount of uh, compared to none, where people were smoking marijuana and dying of fentanyl overdoses, like marijuana. Yeah, you know, like it's legal in some places, even when it's not. All right, you smoke a joint, you you, you might you might die from. So like so that. so, I have a couple of questions though for you now. You know, before we wrap it up here, let's let's do a little sp couple of things here. Let's see what you got. You're not going to give me the timeline on what's happening with Ukraine, so you don't want to. You don't really have an answer for that. A right? timeline of when it's going to uh, happen? No, not what happened. I mean, like the the end result. I think Putin's going to take control over it, and people are going to panic. And what now? Do you what do you think then? China does with Taiwan. So. The moment the invasion started, China decided, hey, let's go fly some planes again in, in Taiwan airspace. Taiwan Air Force uh, scrambled. I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to wait or if they're going to make a move. They want to make a move. I think they're going to make a move. I just don't know if, if it's going to be... I mean, if I, uh, if well, I listen, was you, you you're giving me, give me jibber jabber, bro. If I, no. Come on. You got to give me yes or no. Do you think they're going to attack? Yes. When? Soon. So I would could, have done it already if I was him. Of course. I would have done it. No, you do it right after I Russia. Have, I would have done you it. You do the, it now. I would have done it the day of. No, you do it now. Right Whenever. now. See, the reason why Russia waited and when they did is because they wanted to respect Beijing and the, the Olympics. As soon as the Olympics ended, right. Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine. Right now is the perfect opportunity. And this is what I was saying on my show a couple of weeks ago. United States, why this is perfect. Why right now China and Russia outplay Joe Biden? Because here's the thing. We're sitting back and allowing Ukraine to attack. I mean, uh, Russia to attack Ukraine. Right. We're sitting back and, and doing it, right? If we would now put people and troops in, right? Now we're fighting. So either way, it looks bad because we're not helping. But if we did put them in, right. now, we're, now we're occupied. Right. It's a perfect opportunity. It's checkmate across the board for for President Xi in China because he's now sitting back saying look they invaded they didn't do anything Right. so why if we do it if we have the same philosophy of Ukraine is a part of Russia and this is what we want we want the old USSR back isn't it the exact same philosophy what China's saying about Taiwan Taiwan yeah, is really a part of China and we want our Taiwan back how, so what is Joe Biden going to do? I have a, I, that's a question so for you. Here's so if the, China attacks Taiwan, yeah. what does Joe Biden do? Well, Japan right now is already uh, not in a panic, but they're 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 right there. They're hoping that we are going to do something. There's a treaty, and I forget the uh, the name of it. That we can. It's like wishy washy. We can go either way with Taiwan. Like we can not do anything, or we can do something. We have a gentleman's agreement with but, yeah, Taiwan. Yeah, but I think it was done in the fifties yeah. or something like that. Basically, but anyway. That whole region, though, uh, what do they call that? The, the Taiwan uh, Strait? The Taiwan Strait. And there's another name for it. We'll use the Taiwan Strait. That's a lot of, that's a supply chain, right? Big. So that there's always that fight of control. 
how is that going to you, 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 listen because you know what it is because you're the host usually probably and you're on and you do your show you're not answering my question I asked you what does Joe Biden do if China attacks Taiwan that's the question I don't care about I don't Japan know, I don't know what I don't know what he's gonna do what should he do no what what is he gonna do I don't think he's gonna do anything so now what so now what do we have so do you see how things have changed America is going to yeah. actually sit back and allow Taiwan talk about independent Taiwan's not a country like Ukraine that uh, listen I don't know for sure but it's not corrupt that's not self-sufficient yeah I don't I mean, know much about Taiwan I don't know but Taiwan it's not, Taiwan is a country that makes money the Taiwan yeah. is a self-sufficient right country they have their own military their own military I mean, there. I mean so does Ukraine but right so all of a sudden now you're gonna do that and then what are you gonna but but if if you do try to step in and now you're gonna have a war with China if you do step in you're gonna have a in with Ukraine you're gonna have a war with Russia it's interesting you have the, the three superpowers and there it's like that game of chess you know, Putin made his move Xi Jinping is probably gonna make his move and we have the worst president yes, in the history do. of the United States yes. running the show. And that's why you see what's happening around the globe because nobody has respect now for the United States. Now no. you can sit there and say, well, we have the best military in the world. We have this. But that doesn't matter. Not when you're dealing with nuclear powers. Not only that, but you look who's running it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter we, we do if we have the strongest military. It's what are we going to do with it? You know, and who's in, who's who's in charge of yeah, it? Yeah. So, what are we going to do? Are we going to go out in an all-out attack in Taiwan against and and actually try to save Taiwan against China? And at the end of the day, what's the see? This is what I was trying to ask you before about Russia. This is what I was trying to get. What's the end game? If you push Joe, uh, if you push Vladimir Putin into a corner, and now he feels and he's in desperado mode. That's the problem. Now, and he feels that when you know when people get desperate, they do desperate things. They do desperate things. So. You can't do too much, no, because that's the. Imagine all of a sudden he, uh, he, you know, viscerates a Seattle, a city right. on the West Coast with a nuclear weapon. That's the problem. You have three superpowers with nuclear weapons. But you have, no, the problem is you have three superpowers and two are on one side and one's on the other, Not and two. it just so happens that we're on our own here. Mm -hmm. Now you have France, who's a, you could say is a superpower because they have nuclear weapons. Yeah, but it, it doesn't does Israel have nukes? Israel yes. has nukes. Uh huh. Yes, they do. But what I'm I'm convinced Iran has nukes. Now they're probably going to, but Iran's on their side. Right. Okay. Right. You have North Korea on their side. Right. So what is going to happen here? What's the end game? If you have Taiwan being attacked, you have. Ukraine being attacked, what's the United States going to do here? It's checkmate. Yeah, you can't do anything because if you do, it's, hey, Joe, it was nice knowing you. And they wouldn't do this if they didn't think the United States was the, they would do it if they thought the United States wasn't the real United States. And that is a direct reflection of Joe Biden. Now, before yeah. we go, though, tell me a little bit about what's going on with the Great Divide podcast. You have a couple of things going on. Well, we got the show, The Great Divide Podcast, which is over at the website, thegreatdivide1776.com. But the big project is the Patriot Podcast Network that is coming soon to Roku Internet TV. And that's my show and right now about 12 other shows, soon to be more. These are shows that you would find like your show and my show on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and all the, all the platforms. But now it's going to be available in your living room. When you, you have Roku, you have a smart TV, you have Roku. So you don't have to watch on a tablet anymore. You don't have to watch on a phone app, but we will have a phone app and website launching also. You'll be able to, just like you're flipping on the 
8 o'clock news, you can go on and find political shows, conspiracy theorist shows. That's the great thing about, say, YouTube in comparison to, say, Rumble. Yeah. You could sit home on your TV and watch YouTube right on your TV like it's a regular TV station. But and now, that's what you now you can do with your right, channel. But now the problem is you don't have to worry about getting hard strikes like on YouTube if you're a, a content creator like you and, my, and myself because you've had hard strikes. I have two hard strikes. I don't even load my shows on YouTube anymore. I put them on Rumble. I put them everywhere else. Uh, fascinating that Facebook hasn't taken any of my content down. What's also great about all oh, the Patriot Podcast Network, and already people were saying this, it's got to be a right-wing, crazy echo chamber. We have libertarians who are hosts of shows on there. We have straight-up truthers and rabbit hole jumpers who think the earth is flat and that dinosaurs aren't real and that there's no such thing as the United States. This show's about that. So what if, if, so a, if, the, if a podcast that was strictly liberal, right. Democrat, and they love Joe Biden. They love the world reset. They love everything about it. They love AOC. Yes. If they wanted to contact you and say, "Listen, we want to be on the Patriot Network," mm-hmm. would you? Would they be able to do that too? Absolutely. the The only rule that obviously, like anyone would have, is don't don't promote violence, and 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 you're you're fine. I mean, because you're having a show on the network, and unlike liberal uh, platforms, I don't want to limit on who can be on there. If you have a show and it's a consistent show and you want to be on the Patriot Podcast Network and you're a liberal Joe Biden AOC lover and you consider yourself a patriot, you know, you can you can contact and uh, just look us up. So tell so how do people get in contact with you? First of all, what's your Twitter handle? So my show for the I, Twitter's coming soon to the Patriot Podcast Network where we're getting ready to launch. But on Twitter, I'm TGD Alan Jacoby. Um, best place to get me is on Instagram at the Great Divide Podcast. Twitter's a little wonky, uh, or the, or the Facebook page, the Great Divide Podcast. You can email me at the Great Divide seventeen seventy six at gmail dot com. Uh, you could just just Google the Great Divide Podcast with Alan Jacoby, and you'll find all the contact information. Go to the website, the Great Divide seventeen seventy six dot com, and you can get in touch with me whether it's about the show or the network. There'll be a launch. There'll be there's a Facebook page for the Patriot Podcast Network right now. You can go and, and hit us up over there. We're looking for we're looking for show, for shows. I want the Joe Cozo show on there because you got a great show. So so the, and I, thank you. I appreciate that. So if people that have a podcast, whether they're starting out, have a great fo- whatever it is, sure. If they want to expand their horizons, this is a great opportunity for them. To be to, honest with you, to me, I I'm I'm being told by uh, a lot of influential eyes that this could be next level for regular Americans who have podcasts. You know, you look at us, Joe, who are we? We're just a couple of guys that have platforms with podcasts that people listen to. We have thousands of people listening to us. And now we can get on and do the internet television and have a broader audience. You know, Roku right now has 55 million monthly users in the United States and growing. So what's the email if people have a podcast and they want to see and they want to explore an opportunity to be on this Patriot podcast, uh, Patriot network. So this is for this email is for people that want to be on the podcast. And if they want to advertise on the network, it's Patriot podcast network at gmail.com. Someone's going to answer you immediately. It's always watched. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I think this is something that you, you haven't seen, you know, you, you, you know, Roku's on there. You have, you have your Daily Wire, which is subscription, and they have all the shows like Ben Shapiro, Candace Owens, and Matt Walsh, and all them. 
You don't have a network out there which is Joe Blow Americans uh, spitting fire and spitting truth and giving their views on it's a great opportunity world for people. and American issues. Absolutely. And the more the merrier. Right now, I think we have 12 confirmed shows. I have about five or six other larger shows that want to come on. Uh, and they might even they might. Where be do you get? Where do you get? Real quick, where do you get your information from? What's your go-to source? Joe Cozo. <laughs> uh, Joe, Joe, I watch your show. I try to watch it every day. Yeah. Or I'll. I'll. Uh, there was one day. Um, I was. I think I been. I binge watched like three of your shows back to back, and I didn't throw up all over myself, which was great. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, no. I, so, but, so, so I, I, I watch other podcasts. Yeah, like what? What, what is your? Th- you said Breitbart before. Breitbart, as far as as far as news, yeah. Breitbart. But I, I watch CNN. I want to see what the gender neutral Mr. Potato Head is saying, Brian Stelter. Yeah. I will watch Fox. I watch Newsmax. Who's your Who's your best Fox anchor? Like if you're gonna watch, you know, watch a couple of shows back to back. Honestly, can I, can I, can I, you know how bad I am? I don't know any of their names because I don't care. That's like what I would. Oh, who's okay. your favorite baseball all right, all right, player? All right. Yeah, well, mine's Tucker. Tucker oh, oh okay. So, so it's funny. I, so I look at his show. I like Tucker. I, believe it or not, I'm not a big fan of Hannity. I do I listen to him sometimes on Patriot Radio. I don't like him on Fox. Yes, Tucker. But I don't get a lot of news from Tucker. Tucker, I don't always agree with. I don't. Okay. Oh my God, a conservative that doesn't always agree with Tucker. But um, I, I, do, I, I do love Breitbart because I like their writers. I like their articles. I don't like news outlets that keep that, that don't want to name their sources. And they're yeah. an anonymous source. Okay, so that means you made it up. That means you made it up. In your opinion, yes. Okay, I got it. And I can agree with that. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I get it. I, you know, some sources have to be protected. But whenever there's an anonymous source on a big story, somewhere down the line, it's like, uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was a Fugazi story. I don't know. What's your, and real quick, before I let you go here, Great Divide podcast. Anything coming up? Any new guests? I know that you were talking about maybe Roger Stone was coming back yeah, on. Yeah, Roger Stone's coming back on. He makes he makes a, a regular appearance here and there. Um, having him on soon to talk about... He is now suing the January 6th committee. I believe he's suing Adam Schiff. I believe he's suing Hillary Clinton. And he's going to talk about all the America First candidates that, of the campaigns that he's working on and endorsing. It's Rod- great. Roger Stone's an interesting character. I, it's great. I enjoy having him on. I love it. Listen, Alan, I love that you came back on the show. Joe? Brother. Yeah. Me too. I'm good. Look with this thing. I love this. And again, it's right here. The Patriot Podcast Network, Alan Jacoby, PPN at gmail.com Alan Jacoby the founder and CEO look at you it's like it's like a big deal you can just get business cards made up with whatever you want on it I love it whatever you want I love it All right. so listen we're gonna wrap it up here if you get a chance go over to our YouTube channel share the show at thejocozoshow.com we have there merchandise streaming everything and again Alan thank you so much brother Joe thank you it's been great and with that being said we're out Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, but that wraps it up for another edition of the Joe Cozo Show. <laughs> <laughs>